Jabba, this is your last chance. Free us or die. <laughs> this is Return of the Pod. Right, sons, and welcome to Return of the Pod, a podcast about Star Wars and more, where we discuss and celebrate the movie, shows, books, comics, games, and everything else from the galaxy far, far away, and will occasionally journey to other galaxies. Every generation is a legend, every legend is a podcast, and this is ours. I am your host, disgraced Jedi and Force mystic Brian Silliman. Joining me are the greatest co-hosts in the galaxy, starting with... Former Force-sensitive Assassin's Guild member turned droids rights activist, Caitlin Bush. Uh, actually, Caitlin is not here. She's not here. Caitlin, your voice has changed a little bit. Yeah, no, That's no, not this your is usual me. Greeting. <laughs> this is Matt, Matt talking. Caitlin is, oh, is uh, not oh, so, in oh, today's is, episode. Yep. This is the, wait, okay, first off, this is the other greatest co-host in the galaxy, the smuggler yes. of the not-so-secret heart of gold, Captain Matt Romano. Greetings! Yes. And now Caitlin's going to give her greeting? And no, no, see, Caitlin is actually not here this week. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. That's yeah, no, a good no, one. I, I, that's a good uh, one. And next, I guess you got a, uh, you got a marble rye on a fish hook no, for no, me. See, I, see, see, Brian, uh, I, I actually knew this, and uh, Caitlin knew this, and uh, we forgot to inform you that Caitlin wasn't going to be here, and we, we surprised you. So, surprise, it's just me again. Hello. You knew this? I knew this. You knew this. We knew this. We noticed. Um, I didn't know this. <laughs> you, you, you didn't know this. We, we discussed it uh, at uh, a meeting, and uh, I, 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 that I was not at. I, um, you know, I, I, let me, let me just remind you. Um, the last time this happened, which yeah. is fairly recently, this, this, this we, we did an episode without yeah. Caitlin. Yep. Um, it, it, you know, it, it went a little off the rails, sure. and then last week we call, called attention to it, and I believe said something like it would never happen again. Never so you're saying again. that. A week after that, it is in fact <laughs> happening again that this is not a joke or a prank that Caitlin is not here. No, no, and it's funny. We shouldn't have uh, uh, made those promises knowing that <laughs> this was going to happen again. That's, that's yeah. on the on the laundry Oops. list yep. of, of things I, I personally would have done differently. Yeah, um, yeah. Let uh, it telling me would it would have been. We operate a very tight ship here on the Starbinger. You know, I don't think we do. Yeah, no, no, we do. No, we do. We do. Apparently not. There, there's a um, lot going on. Okay, there's been clones, uh, collectors. I don't know, all kinds of weird stuff going on this season. A lot to, you know, catch up with and. So that's follow. that's your excuse when yeah. put before the judge. You're you're, you're going to tell your lawyer we're going to go with. There's a lot of stuff going on. There's a lot this. of stuff going on. A lot of stuff to track. You know, okay, I don't know. so so this is this is you're you're not kidding, Kate. Kate, where? Well, may I ask where she is? Uh, no, you cannot ask where she is. Uh, unfortunately, I was told uh, not to tell you. I believe it's no, you may not. Oh yeah, whatever, <laughs> whatever. So sorry, whatever. Okay, yeah. okay. So this isn't a joke. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just not, you and I again. It's it's me and you, man. I'm sorry. This is where uh, we, we're re, we're yeah. reshooting the pilot. We're reshooting the pilot. Probably uh, discussing one of the the best episodes of the batch yet, and you're gonna get just us today. Oh, you think so? You think it was one of the best episodes? I think it was of one the of the best. I'm excited to talk I, about it. It certainly had a scene that I like very much. Well, yeah. anyway, yeah. I'm going to have to adjust my notes here. Uh, well, I'm sure. Let's just read it as is and see what happens. Caitlin Bush, <laughs> tell me. Uh, for, no, we have, uh, can't nope, do nope, that. Can't do that. Um, nope, nope, nope. Okay, no, I can't do this. Okay, we're here on Ryloth. 
Yes. Aren't we? We're here on Rilo. So yes. that's something we can agree about. Oh, yeah. We're so on you're, Rilo. You already, yeah. that's why you're in such a good mood. Oh, I love it here. Because it's a little bit of a homecoming for you. Homecoming. Wife's from Rilo. My wife's from Rilo. Yeah. Your yep. wife and your child is is, is half Twi'lek. Yep. Um, so it's, it's you've been having a fun time. It's, it's interesting. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know what I'm talking about. Um, it's interesting. I don't want to get into inside it. Inside of a dog is two dogs to read. Um, oh, boy. And we're oh waiting boy. for the arrival of the top people that I talked about last week, and they have yeah. in their possession not the fourth piece, but the fifth piece of the key that opens the vault that contains the hottest take in the galaxy. Faitlin Resplena Bush, who has the third piece, is on her way mm-hmm. to find the fourth. According to my network, so is the Grand Collector, your best uh, friend. No, see, and yep. a horde of Lock other unfortunates. But you know what? I'm not too. I'm not too worried about it. I'm not too worried about that. You're not worried about this. Nope. Joining yep. us is okay. our reprogrammed IT interrogator droid AZ-00, aka Azu. Is the ship we're expecting still en route? Uh, yeah, they are. From what I can see, they are. There's a bit of a crowd gathering here in in what would you what would you call this an arena? I, I don't know, but <laughs> but yeah, they're they're coming and and they said they had the key piece, so uh, you know, good stuff all around. I'd say you know it's good. I mean, there's a good lot of thing. arenas on Ryloth. I feel like Ryloth is one big arena. You know, a yeah, lot of arena yeah, looking I've noticed things. That too. Yeah. This is the first time I've been here. And yeah. there's a lot of arenas, a lot of gathering and places, yeah. and, mm-hmm. and pavilions, yeah. and uh, and amusement parks, and show places, and dealerships. Mm. Okay. And, you know, it's it's. Uh, I, I I don't know. I, I'm enjoying myself. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm I'm Great. I'm so glad. Fantastic. I'm so glad you're having a good yeah. time. Yeah, I am too. And thank you for saying that. Wow. Man. You know, All th- right. this guy's mood. I'm okay. cold. This guy. I know. Zoo. Tell me about it. Yeah. Okay, keep me updated, Azu. We're recording on July nineteenth, twenty twenty-one, and we have a new episode of Star Wars: The Bad Batch. They call themselves the Bad Batch. To discuss, but first, Matt Romano. Yeah, it's time for some news on the march. News on the march. Woo! News on the march. All right. Okay. Hot, 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 hot. <laughs> wow. News about. A little show called The Mandalorian. Oh, Mandalorian. Heard of it? Uh, I, I um, have, yes. Yeah, well, last week we were talking about the, uh, It's it got some award nominations from a brand new set of awards from the TCA or some such. Yeah. This week, it's the Emmys. <laughs> oh, good. Mando, All right. Mando is, came to the Emmys and, and has been nominated uh, quite severely. Yeah. So here's what we got. Here's the okay. nominations oh for The Mandalorian. There's, like, there's a lot of them, right? There's a lot of them. There's like 24. Okay, here we go. Um, I'm just like, settling in for it. You know, I wanna... Yeah, I'm not going to read them all. Okay. Um, but f- <laughs> Outstanding Drama Series. Mm-hmm. So the biggest one the Emmys have. Mm-hmm. Outstanding Supporting Actor in a Drama Series for Giancarlo Esposito as Moff Gideon. Mm-hmm. Outstanding Guest Actor in a Drama Series Two nominations here, one for Carl Weathers as Grief Karga, and one for Timothy Oliphant <laughs> as Cobb Vant. Oh, boy. Because apparently he just doesn't have enough. I mean, the, the, the Emmys love him. They love him. They love Oliphant. Who doesn't? Yeah. Everybody loves him. <laughs> Me too. I love him. I know. Just, it's obvious. Yeah. Uh, also, outstanding writing for a drama series, Dave Filoni for the episode The Jedi, John Favreau for the episode The Rescue, mm-hmm. and a lot of 
technical award nominations, a lot for prosthetics and makeup and, and visual effects and all of that stuff. And all of it very, very yeah. well deserved. And at least nominations. Do you think it's, it's, it's going to win any of these? I think it is. I actually think we are like at a, at a crossroads, kind of like when, you know, uh, what, almost like a decade over a decade ago. Oh my God. How old? Maybe two decades ago when Lord of the Rings. It's uh, been 84 years. It's been 100,000 years. But when like Lord of the Rings started uh, picking up Oscars, you know, and it was like this moment for genre that was like, oh my goodness, like a science fiction fantasy movie can take it all home. And now you're finally seeing that same caliber of work in the genre uh, on television. So it's like a matter. It's only like it's finally I feel like science fiction is going to get its due uh, in the Emmys, we, you know, because we're talking Mandalorian. WandaVision got a ton of uh, nods. Wanda, WandaVision didn't get as many, but it got that one got for acting. Yeah. Um, both uh, Paul Bettany, Elizabeth Olsen, Catherine Hahn mm-hmm. um, and Falcon and the Winter Soldier got. Got some yeah. in there as well. Even guest star for Don Cheadle, who had <laughs> which is crazy about five lines. Yeah, crazy. Who he himself didn't understand that. Yeah. But it's interesting because you bring up the uh, the 2003 with Return of the King. Yeah, Return of the King sweeping that. Um, and I'd never been so invested in awards <laughs> before because I wanted it to win all eleven, and it did. Yes. And but that has a that also has a degree of literary righteousness to it. Okay. You know, it's based on a classic novel of. Literature. Oh, wait, 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 these are based on classic comic books, and and the books no, are no, literature. No, I'm saying, I'm, I'm just saying, this is how we ramp up to it. It's yeah, like okay. I think they they said it was like, well, this is we're going to do it here because it's based on this classic work of literature, you know. Right. And it was also, I mean, insanely well done. That like kind of like the greatest movies ever made. Yeah. But then, <laughs> and then when Game of Thrones started taking the Emmys, yeah, for best series, how many? years in a row. Oh, yeah, that's true. Game of Thrones. I've already forgot about Game Game of Thrones. (laughs) Railing Uh, on Game of Thrones is your favorite thing to do. (laughs) It is. I'm sorry. You forgot about Game of Thrones faster than Daenerys threw past the wall to rescue those six guys in the Iceland or whatever. I told you I don't want it. It doesn't matter what you want. No, but that also has a certain literary pedigree, Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But here, it's they've never been, again, we talked about this, I think, the last time the Emmys came around. The the Emmys have never given paid much attention to Star Wars at all. Yeah, Neither has the definitely. Oscars. Yeah. The first Star Wars movie, not even winning Best Picture, give mm-hmm. me a break. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it had the daytime Emmys have been kind mm. for, to the Clone Wars, and they yeah. have they were again, even though it did not get um, a nomination for Best Series. And also, if it's streaming, how do you know if I'm watching it in the daytime? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I was, but you don't know that. That's, I that's very true. I guess streaming destroys the whole concept of yeah, yeah. It's still the evening season, Emmys, season yeah. seven of the of of Star Wars: The Clone Wars. So yes, sir. Nominated for for a for a handful of awards, not for best series, even though I thought definitely thought it should have. Yeah, but because it, it, it's won that award before, mm-hmm. but. That's neither here nor there. Anyway, um, <laughs> is this enough to get you to watch the the full telecast of the Emmys, Matt Romano? Yeah, you know, I'm always kind of like a, a glutton for punishment, you know, uh, and I, I, I watch the Emmys. I don't know why I do, though. But this year, I'm actually excited to watch it. You know, lots every of, year lots you to... say I'm, every year it's like the whole day you're like, I'm not going to watch. And exactly. Then, it, and then eight o'clock rolls around. It's like, I wonder what mm. Ming-Na Wen's going to yeah. wear. <laughs> exactly. Just like, I wonder what the the monologue is going to be. You know, yeah, it's Joe. Well, just the monologue. Yeah, yeah what just gentle that. jabs and are they going to make? Yeah, you know, I don't know. Sit there. Yeah, it's. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, well, we'll see. Uh, we'll, 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 we'll see what how Mando does, how WandaVision does, yeah. how all of them do. And, and there's, in general, I, I was looking at the list. There's a lot of good genre TV going yeah. on in the last year. There's, you got Lovecraft Country and just... Yeah, it, and, it's, it's and an exciting time. to mention time. the Disney Plus shows. Yeah. yeah. It's a special Exciting year. time. Yeah. Exciting time. Yeah. Matt Romano, it's an ex- you, you, the quote is, it's an exciting time. <laughs> put it on the on the book sleeve, you know. Put it put it on the <laughs> Emmys 2021. Matt Romano says it's an exciting time. Yeah, there, there you, you go. go. It's an exciting time. Great episode. Here we go. Welcome back to the show, listeners. We're sorry, sorry. but we we know. But once again, it's uh, uh, Tweedledee and Tweedlemat. <laughs> Don't turn us off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll be good, we promise. We'll be yeah. really good this time. Yeah. And we've got so many fun tidbits, don't we? So many fun tidbits. So many, so many fun tidbits <laughs> lined up. Uh, with that, we're going to charge back into Star Wars The Bad Batch. They call themselves The Bad Batch. Now, we're going to discuss and celebrate the Kark and Criff out of this episode. For new canon reveals, we have our canon canon. If hot takes along the way, we'll sound the hot take alarm. But if anything really blew our minds, we'll let loose with a seismic mind charge. This episode has only been out for a few days, so we don't want to spoil you for any of it. But be warned that we are about to get into severe spoiler territory. And for good measure, we will sound the spoiler klaxon. That's right, it's me. It's Werner all aboard once again. My magical train to spoiler town, flavor town, Disney World, Candyland. Do not hit that sign and veer off the tracks. Keep the train on the tracks and do not touch the third rail because your watch will melt to your wrist. What does that matter, Romano? Oh, yeah, uh, there is a clear order. You should watch The Bad Batch and listen to our podcast. That was an interesting way of trying to differentiate yourself. Okay, here we go again. (laughs) Punch it. Good soldiers full of orders. Cavalry has arrived. The Bad Batch 1.12, directed by Nathaniel Villanueva, written by Jennifer Corbett, story editor Matt Miknovitz, title, Rescue on Ryloth. And this is interesting because this is, even though a lot of these episodes are connected mm-hmm. to each other, um, in it's, it's not completely episodic, this show, is it? It's definitely, they're all kind of connected. But this is definitely a part two. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And- Interestingly enough, it's really um, part two of what happens to the Sindula family, what happens to Hera. But the major, at least for me, the ma- the biggest, mo- most important scene of this episode, the one that hit me the hardest, has nothing to do with Hera or the Sindulas. And I'm wondering if, if you felt the same. I'm wondering mm-hmm. if it was the same moment. I think it probably uh, was, but we'll get but there. Well, well <laughs> who's to say? <laughs> we'll just have to go on the journey and yeah, see if we I connect. Guess so. <laughs> Here's hope our stars align. So we're on the who, and Rampart is peacocking in front of Cham. He says, attempting to assassinate your own senator. So right off the yeah. bat, Orn Frita, not dead? Yeah, not dead. Uh, absolutely, he's not dead. As it turns out, no, he is not. Many listeners pointed this out, that they didn't think he was dead uh, mm-hmm. th- in in the week between last episode this one and they were absolutely right which means that we were wrong however no no however just be wrong just stand there and you're wrong this and be wrong and get used to it uh, yeah yeah uh, I don't know uh, well we all thought he was dead <laughs> we I did mean, all think he was dead yeah look and he's like oh look dead didn't I you know it's but <laughs> but y- y- you know but he wasn't dead and yeah. I I really it's it's I take the blame. 
Yeah, I, I, I mean, was yeah. wrong because <laughs> I am forgetting my canon in terms of and this is a canon book. Um, he's mentioned and referenced as his cham in the book Lords of the Sith, mm-hmm. which I this doesn't excuse it, but it's a earlier um, in in the new canon. It was years ago. Okay, all right, and I. You know, it's okay. Uh, it's okay. We're allowed to like miss. Well, it doesn't things, feel you know? okay. Well, it's it okay. Feel... And, and he I'm got, not like... allowed to miss things. I hold myself. <laughs> no, to... no, it's I. No, we missed it. Okay, he's not dead. He looked dead though. He, sh- yeah. he shot. He shot in the head. He got shot in the head. You know, the guy so, got yeah. shot in the head. <laughs> he looked dead. <laughs> he looked like Orn Free Toast. Uh, oh, no. look at that. That's good. Put that on no, the T-shirt. Wasn't. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't that. good. You're be, you're trying to you're trying to make me feel better. Orn anyway, free toast, listeners. I am sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. He's Orn free <laughs> toast. As, as Dilbo Baggins once said oh, in boy. the Oscar-nominated Fellowship of the Ring, I'm sorry for everything. <laughs> okay. We withdraw our firing of the cannon. Cannon. We respect Lords of the Sith. And Orn Free Ta is not. Dead. He's not dead. Anyway, you don't know who also is not dead? Who's Harrison that? Dula. She oh, yeah. is still at large and Rampart threatens her. She's not even there. And Rampart threatens her in front of her parents and in front of Hauser. Yeah. Hauser, remember Hauser from last week? I love Hauser. How can I forget I, him? It's, this is this is now Hauser. Why was Hauser lifted in frame last week? Yeah. We found out. Oh yeah. Hauser takes notice and he doesn't like that Rampart says that. And so for this episode, as I said, as important it is for the story of the Sindula family, I'd say for the story of the Bad Batch, the show, the Hauser storyline here is more important. And yeah. we'll get to the moment. I'm uh-huh. sure it's the same one that oh, you're thinking of that listeners are thinking of right now. Eleni yep. back again. Hera's mom ain't taking any crap from Rampart. I have seen how you treat your allies, Admiral. I prefer to be your enemy. And I'm like, ooh, yeah, good one. <laughs> yeah. Lenny's not taking like. Not I, taking that was my, actually like my probably my favorite line of the episode. That's, uh, was it? Uh, second favorite. We'll see. <laughs> Keep well, going. <laughs> you don't. Need, you have no idea what the first one is. Okay. After that, Hauser questions going ham on the people here. They aren't insurgents. It's one thing if it's a planet of insurgents, a separatist planet. He's pointing out. He's like, look. This is not a planet of insurgents. Yeah. These are this is a republic planet. We can't really do this. Rampart's like counterpoint. Yeah, we can. <laughs> yeah. And that's my excuse. He's saying they side with Cham, so it's fair game. Hauser also knows Cham attempting to kill Ta is a lie, but he can't say who took the shot or not. So he's either not in the know about that or he just doesn't know. Yeah. Hauser says he'll find Hera, but Rampart says, no, no, no. Another squad is handling it. I have the perfect man for this sort of work. And in the background, listening in has been Chopper, who calms Hera, who is scoping out the Sindula home where Crosshair and the conscripts are searching. Mm-hmm. So here we go. We got Crosshair and his conscripts. <laughs> conscripts. Crosshair and the conscripts. Yeah. It's the, the Jody and the Pussycats sequel <laughs> that nobody is asking for. No. And their hit song, Marble Ryloth. Anyway, back to the batch on the Marauder in space. Omega's trying to fix Gonky, who she's a defective unit. Don't worry, we're defective too. 
Yeah. Uh, okay. Here's my favorite line of the episode. <laughs> that was your favorite. No, there's going to be more. There's going to be more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Until it changes again. Well, yeah. everybody keep a tally back at home. Uh, they get a comm from Hera. Emergency help needed. Omega gave her their comm channel for emergency. So it was like we said, they sw- yeah. they swapped. <laughs> so, <numbers>. yeah, <laughs> I just want to say, OK, you laughed right away. Maybe it would have been the dated reference I made. But I was yes, absolutely was right. I was correct. They exchanged AIM screen names. They were talking no, the whole e- time. Exchanging <laughs> contacts. If you had just said that, I've been like, absolutely. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. But it's that you that you use such. It's it's well, they, they use the old the, the, the old Marconi telegraph uh, numbers to get to each other. And uh, I had yeah. to walk with newspaper uh-huh. on my feet to get wow. to the one room schoolhouse. Even that impression is dated. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, no, it's know. not. That's exactly what you were. <laughs> well, anyway, I, I put it to terms that the audience could understand, you know, and I was right. Just to <laughs> say. <laughs> and who among our listeners doesn't get a good aim reference? Goodbye. So anyway, no, it's I barely understood because I didn't even use that. Um, <laughs> OK, <laughs> I was so above You're it. So cool. Yeah. Um, no, I'm not above it. And I'm definitely not cool. Uh but yeah, so so you but you were you were in terms of the yes. contact side yes, of that. Yes, you're yes. absolutely right. And if I'm being honest, damn fine reference. Oh, thank you, thank you. Sir. Um, so Omega did it has their comm channel, but it was only for emergencies. Mm-hmm. Tech says children often overreact, and Omega says, "No, we don't. You heard her. She needs us." And Hunter says, "Look, it's a big galaxy. We can't put ourselves on the line every time someone's in trouble." Yeah. Unless it's an episode of this show, in which case we'll probably do that because it'd be weird if they got a call for help and didn't go and just spent the episode doing nothing. That'd be a fun episode, though, you know, just on their day off. I I mean, I'd still watch it. It's like the Bad Batch in Refusing Help. And it's like, what, did nobody need us today? It's like, oh, no, a lot of people did. We're just not taking calls today. Why not? Isn't that what soldiers do? And this gets through to them it you can you can get a feeling it's tell me if i'm wrong that omega can pretty much sweet talk the batch into doing whatever she wants oh yeah the, the, she's become like their conscience you know like yeah. uh and, and yeah. it's she knows exactly what to say and you know what she that that line gets to the heart of the series really because you know good soldiers follow orders right you know and uh what what's a good soldier like somebody that does the right thing that's what a good soldier is do they follow orders and what do they do if if the order's with the orders they're given contradict what the right thing to do is right. A good soldier does the right thing, which ties directly into this episode. Yep. Because if it's contradictory, then what does the soldier do? It's, it's a difference between are you a good soldier or are you a good person? Yeah. And a good soldier may follow orders. A good person will not follow blindly. So there's a difference. It goes back to that whole acceptance complacency thing that we've been talking about. But I like that. They're in this whole thing. Are we mercenaries or are we soldiers? And they're like, we're still soldiers. And all she has to really do is say the word. And I'm wondering how aware of her manipulation she is. <laughs> That's just another one of Omega's superpowers is that she can uh, manipulate. Yeah. trick Just say the <laughs> S word, say soldiers, and that'll get them to do whatever. Cut to the batch arriving on Ryloth. They land in a hangar where they meet up with Chopper and Hera. He tells them that her father is Cham. Tech knows who he is because he obviously of watched course. the Clone Wars series. Um, but no, he's Cham is somewhat somewhat well-known. Tech knows immediately. Hera pleads with them to free her parents again. Hunter says they'll see what we're up against first, but no guarantees. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. Right. Wow. It's... 
they, they're really picking their battles here. They, they really are. We cut to Rampart. He's given a speech to a massive Twi'leks. Orn Frita will make a full recovery. And the crowd's Yay. like, Yay. Uh, Chopper is listening in, as is the Batch. Omega spots Crosshair. Hunter, Crosshair's here. Great. Just what we need. Our thoughts exactly. Problems aplenty here. The plasma bridge in the capital is down. The troop presence is similar to Raxus in that it's a full-on military occupation. And Echo points out, like we've already said, that Ryloth is not a separatist planet. And Tech is like, yeah, exactly my point. A probe droid has been watching them the whole time. Hunter tracks it. He actually does a little hunting for once. Yeah, I was. That was like that was also a, an awesome moment because like finally we get to see Hunter use one of his skills. You know, it's been a while. I mean, he uses his skills all the time, but yeah, it's kind of we see what he can do. It's, we're reminded that that he's that this is how cool he is because he jumps on it, he knifes it, yep. he rips it apart, yep. and it's done. But not before he the not before rather the probe sent its last report. Of course, crosshair. And yeah. he knows they're here, even though I think he could <laughs> smell them uh, before that. Hera doesn't get why this is happening. Her father only ever fought for peace. And Echo says he's a voice the people stand behind. That makes him a threat mm-hmm. to the Empire. And I'm like, hey, Echo listened to our episode last week. <laughs> oh, I mean, well, Echo gets everything. He listens to everything. Yeah. It just streams into him. Yeah. Know? He listens to all. Well, that's right. He's just he's always he's always got podcasts <laughs> going on. He's like, is it Gabby Roslin again? All right. Excellent. Now that Crosshair knows the guard is increased and there's nothing they can do, Hunter just wants to go and get Hera out, but she's not taking no for an answer. Right. She's not leaving without her parents. Omega is not having it either. She's trying to save her family, Hunter. I'd do the same for you. I'd do the same for you. Can you do it as oh. Omega? Let's hear it, Matt. I'd do the same for you. Is that That's yeah, pretty bad, good. Yeah. Yeah. I'd do the same for you. 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 For you. Hunter. It's it's yeah. it's not it's tricky. It's tricky. I'd do the same for you. It's the you that's that's the that's the the the, the, yeah. the good thing there. You. Anyway, uh, Rampart isn't pleased with how many sympathizers Hauser has rounded up. Hauser says if we continue rounding up peaceful citizens, it will incite an uprising. Crosshair tells Rampart that the batch is here. Rampart says they have a battalion. Mm-hmm. I'm not worried. We've got an entire battalion. He says they have a Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not really. No, no. That's he's a, like, yeah. look, Crosshair says, he's like, that's not enough. I know what they're capable of. And this is, I like Crosshair in this moment because he's the, he's like, oh, what can five, four clones and a kid do? Right. And he's like, look, you don't get it, dude. I used to be one of them. You haven't seen them in action. You don't know. It's like, and they've already handed my ass to me. How many times on, yeah. on this show? I just so got far? the bandages off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's not enough. Bring in everybody. Right. But Rampart, this is paraphrased. Shut up and go back to work. <laughs> <laughs> so there's this look between Crosshair and Hauser, Oof. which I found interesting. Yeah. It's a nice little look. And I'm like, okay, they're having a little point of connection. Not as much as I would have liked, but it was interesting. Yeah. Hera is now bickering with Chopper as Omega approaches and says, Hunter will come around. Hera asks why she trusts him. And Omega says, because he's my brother. They all are. Yeah. I thought this is really nice. It's like, this is where we are. Well, we always talk about like, you know, uh, Hunter's a dad and Wrecker's the uncle. You know what? They're just brothers. They're all on the same level playing yeah. field. All brothers, brother and sister. And I, honestly, that makes the most sense. They're all clones. They're the clones of each other, clones of Boba. So brothers. I like that. 
do you think do you think it's that she's not only is she in the in the boba line somehow connected to that that they're brothers or would you say and somehow say a completely different clone from camino would they also be a brother? Do absolutely. Do you think clones, no matter where they're from, consider each other brothers? Yes, I do. And I think- Sisters? Uh, yeah. Brothers, sisters? Absolutely. And I think like not to get ahead of it, because you know we're going to talk about this later in the episode, but like the, the whole clone army is about brotherhood. Their only allegiance is to each other, you know? Ultimately, yeah. Ultimately, that's it's like what it supposed is. supposed to be to the Republic, yep. but let's, let's not forget that the Republic- as Shmi Skywalker once said, the Republic doesn't exist out here. Yeah. The Republic doesn't exist anywhere anymore. <laughs> right. So they're, right. and nobody said anything about an empire. Anyway, they need a plan and then they can convince him. So Hauser comes to the Sindulas who are in, in prison behind one of those plasma walls. Yeah. And says, he's trying to protect Hera. If you know where she is, tell me. And Champ says, we trusted you, Hauser. I won't make that mistake again. Normally, I would be I would be on Sham's side here, but something about Hauser, I'm like, mm-hmm. I I would, it, it's 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 tough because it's it's Hera, it's your daughter, you can't take a risk. Yeah. So if the stakes weren't that high, I'd be like, I'll take a chance with Hauser. But still, mm-hmm. I'm like, I bet he could. I think Hauser's Hauser's on the level here. Yeah. And it turns out he is. Anyway, the Omega Hera plan that they come up with is to attack the Imperial refinery, the Dunium refinery from, <laughs> from the last episode. Hera knows the activity reinforcements will be sent from Lasu and attention will be taken off there and sent to the refinery. So they'll be able to sneak in and rescue the parents. Hera, Omega and Chopper will disable the cannons and the rest will go in. Once they do, there's some concern from tech, but, they sell this. Plan. There's always concern from tech or echo. One of them's always like, well, I don't know about yeah. this. <laughs> well, I don't know if this is going to work. Usually right. from tech, from tech is like the, he's the, he's the odds calculating one. Yeah. Yeah. Chopper infiltrates. And I'm going to take this moment to point out something that some listeners were surprised. We didn't point out in that chopper is routinely referred to by multiple Twi'leks in these two episodes with the Twi'lek French accent. Yeah. Chopper. So every time they say it, it's Chopper. Yeah. Chopper. <laughs> Chopper. <laughs> and every time they do it, it's it sounds so fancy, and he's just not fancy. He's not a fancy boy. We have to help Chopper. Chopper, go get me some cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's, let's play out the scene. Say that, no, say that so one more bad. time. Chopper, go get me some cigarettes. Two worst impressions. You said, you, you, no, it's, <laughs> Chopper, I know I said I was going to quit, but I'm not going to get me some cigarettes. Better. So um, you did it better, yeah. <laughs> No, I'm going to quit next week, Chopper. So Chopper blends in, electrocutes another droid, which is, it's a while since we've seen cho- some murder from Chopper. Uh, not murder, but. No, I always love a good cold-blooded, uh, Chopper just has nothing, like, he doesn't care. Humans, oh man, he's yeah. just maiming I'm gonna them. knock you yeah. out, knock yeah. you out this, this, uh, knock you down this hole, knock sure. you out this airlock. I don't care. <laughs> he scomps in, but no use. It won't work. Hera and Omega have to blow the console now, but how? Meanwhile, Echo and Hunter ascend the wall of Lasu and take out a couple of regs. Hera and Omega then steal a shuttle. They take off and it goes mad with Hera apologizing because if we remember, this is her first takeoff. Gobi has only allowed her to fly, not take off and land. So she tries to take off and it does get off the ground. But it's funny 
it's spinning around and, and young Hera behind the wheel. It's funny seeing her behind the controls of a ship and not be a boss. Isn't yeah, it? yeah. Well, but but I, I'm, I would be like, you know, this is more interesting. If she got behind and she was just like so awesome, it'd be oh, like, Oh, and as natural, it. Yeah. it would be weird. But she's never, it, it's unlike things like Luke grew up flying on Tatooine. Right. Um, Ray never left the planet, but she learned how to take off land fly on Jakku. She says yeah. as much. So she that's why she can fly the Falcon. Hera, as we know, as Gobi has let her fly every now and then. She doesn't know how to take off and land. Yeah, yeah. So she's a little. It's great. We're, we're her watching element. her become the hero that we all know she's going to become. You know, she yeah, she's got to learn exactly. all these lessons now, and and she's even like leading the mission. You know, like the Bad Badge looks to her. They're like, all right, Hera, what do we do? You know? To her and Omega, because <laughs> yeah. this whole time it's their plan. Yeah, and it, and it pretty much works. She's spinning the shuttle around. Chopper takes out two <laughs> rigs as he gets out of the way, and Hera blasts the console. That's how you take it out. The cannons are down, which means Chopper flies up to the shuttle with the cannons down. The Marauder flies in. Omega says, "Do some damage, Rika." Tech flies, Wrecker on guns, and they start blowing the refinery up, and a reg calls for reinforcements, so things are going exactly as planned. Rampart goes to handle the refinery, tells Hauser to stay here and guard the capital. Meanwhile, every troop we have, get them out of Lasso. I'm oh, sure man. nothing's going to happen here. I'm sure it's not a plot. Go to that refinery. <laughs> Hunter and Echo arrive at the Sedula cell and break them out. Gobi says, oh, they are, they, they are mercenaries when the, when they arrive. When Hunter and Echo arrive, Gobi, of course, knows who they are because mm-hmm. he met up with them to get the guns last uh, in the previous episode. He says, they're mercenaries, but I didn't hire them for this. And Hunter says, Hera did. And Chem, of course, is like, is she safe? And immediately, I th- I think, I don't know about you, but I thought of Darth Vader in Revenge of the Sith said, where is Padme? Uh, is she safe? <laughs> I, I didn't. Is she, I didn't. All, is she all right? I and didn't put like, that together. Um, funny story. <laughs> it's just seeing anytime someone ever says, is she safe yeah. in Star Wars? Usually they're they're dead. It appears in your anger. You killed her. I, I couldn't have. <laughs> she was alive. I felt it. No. <laughs> But that's not what happens here. That's not what happens here at all. We cut to, as she says, what's funnier here is she says, is Champ says, is she safe? And we cut right to Hera flying the shuttle badly. Yeah. So it's <laughs> at the moment, no. Sort of. But she's going to be. <laughs> and Hera says, I'm getting the hang of this. Yes, your dangerous and uncontrolled maneuvering is as confusing to them as it is to us. <laughs> like, good one, Tech. Uh, Meanwhile, tech. Crosshair and his group are on the way to the refinery when Crosshair, as is everyone, Mm-hmm. And Crosshair stops them and says, wait a minute. Yeah, that's not their target. He immediately realizes what they're up to. Yeah. And it's and that's why it's it's nice to have. I mean, it's not. But Crosshair's there, there is not one brain among them except yeah. one. He is very clever. He's a clone called Crosshair. It's like, yeah, he's <laughs> he knows what's up because not only does he know maneuvers and stuff, he knows these guys. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And even though it's not even their plan, which hey, is interesting. They're brothers. That's true. Yeah. That's true. They're all they're all brothers. <laughs> uh, so the troopers deploy and Hauser sees this as Hunter and Sindula party. They go to leave. Hauser stops them. He says, wait, you're walking into a trap. He tells them there's a squad waiting for them. And there is Crosshair and a whole battalion are waiting for them. They say, why should we trust you? And Hauser says, because I'm on your side. What the Empire is doing is wrong. 
And Eleni says they can escape using Ornfritas shuttle. Hauser apologizes for not doing anything sooner. And Champ says our fight for Ryloth is not over. We will return. And we know this. We do know this. We know this about Cham. We know this will prove true from the canon novel, Lords of the Sith. <laughs> Heard about it? There you go. It's actually a, an excellent book for another Brian's book club down the line. We'll talk more about that book because it's a lot of Vader and Palpatine, but we get a lot of Cham mm. and Ch- Cham nanigans going on in that book. <laughs> and of course, Rebels as well. Oh. But we know that Cham's fight with the Empire has only just begun. Hauser, however, is not going to go with them. He has to try to get through to his squad. They're good men. So Hunter takes one last look at Hauser before they all go. The Marauder and Hera's shuttle fly off. Crosshair is still in position. The doors open, and it's just Hauser standing there alone. And this is the moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is the moment. This for me is the moment. This is the moment that makes this the Bad Batch and not... Rebels, the prequel. Mm-hmm. Brothers, what are we doing? We came here to free Ryloth from Separatist control, and we succeeded. But look around you. We're now being ordered to target the very people we swore to protect, and I will not be a part of it any longer. Who will stand with me? Who? <laughs> Who will stand with me? Yeah, I yeah, ask yeah. you. No, he doesn't go that far, but that's what I that's what I do whenever I reenact the scene. Cannons to the left of them. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> Cannons to the right. <laughs> okay, no, okay, no, 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 no. I'm not gonna bait you. No. <laughs> no, no, no. We don't we don't we know what happens when we get going on that. Uh one by one, then the clone regs start to throw down their blasters. Did you think they would do this, Matt Romano? Did you think they this is there would be their reaction? Yeah, I started obviously to get get that vibe that that's the direction we were going with Hauser, you know, right? I mean, kind of immediately when this episode started. Like we had our thoughts last week, but then it kind of all started to come into focus because I think my favorite part of the series so far has been the slow uh, realization of what's going on from everyone's point of view. Like how, like you know, episodes ago we saw like the Empire slowly starting to creep in with the codes, and everybody was kind of happy, but everybody's starting to figure it out. And once we saw Hauser and how he was behaving, it was like, oh, okay, this is going to open the door to what happens to the clones. They're, they're not going to go along with this. How could the, how long could they possibly be here before all the conscripts take over? So, uh, right. This all just felt very natural progression and I'm so here for it. Well, chip or not chip programming or no programming. It's uh, Hauser has had enough and he makes this speech. I, I didn't see that so unexpected as the response, because I part of me thought that the regs that were standing off against him were just going to plug him. Mm. I would not have been surprised. See, that would have been but, surprising. <laughs> yeah, like that would have been like, but, oh, OK, uh, part of me expected it. Yeah, sure. But they don't. They start throwing down their blasters one by one. Crosshair says, arrest those traitors. So Crosshair is still company yeah. man, just as the shuttle with the batch and the Sindulas flies off. So. The question is to me, I mean, we've already really addressed this. This is the biggest moment of the episode because this is, as you said, triggered activated clones Mm -hmm. with the programming, rejecting orders. But the only one still following is Crosshair, who, as we know, has had mega conditioning on. Yeah, he got zapped a little bit more. (laughs) Right. Good soldiers follow orders. But here the clones are not following. We've also seen the conscripts demonstrated by our dearly departed ES1. He also at one point decided not to follow orders. So in the great clone versus conscript debate, if both groups are capable of not following orders, 
then isn't it just a matter of who comes cheapest? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely it is. If they yeah. both have the same defect, Matt Romano, would you say it's like, well, they both, we don't really know either way, but who's cheaper? Yeah, until somewhere down the line they start kidnapping children and uh, like indoctrinating them super young. And that's, you know, that's right. a and plan that's, for that's later. kind of even more of a first order thing yeah, than it is with that's the Empire. Insane. Yep. But they're going to be doing that. And another thing to keep in mind is that Order 66 with that triggering was we don't know exactly what was embedded there, mm -hmm. but there's no Jedi involved here. Yeah. There are no Jedi anywhere. That's like kill Jedi. And there's no there's no Jedi around here anymore. So mm -hmm. theoretically, from a certain point of view, you could you might think that that programming has done what it was designed to do. Yeah, that, that's it. That's all it does. And the only way for these clones to now be good soldiers that follow orders again is to get the mega conditioning that Crosshair had. And maybe that, that whatever the Kaminoan contingency is, is a part of that, whatever. That might cost a lot, though. That might be expensive. You're going to have a hard time getting them into the tubes, I feel, now that like they're throwing their guns yeah, down. They're not like, going to okay, go in there every willingly. Every single clone yeah. in the whole empire yeah. back to Camino, yeah. get in the tube. It's like getting your car detailed. It's it's <laughs> yeah. how much, how which I've never I've never really had a car to detail, but I imagine it's yeah. that, that true code stuff, Matt. <laughs> they put that on at the factory. You know, you know, the, not to switch gears, you know, one thing I, uh, I'm worried about is I hope that just like the Order 66, there's not some kind of clone kill chip in their heads uh, or or, you know, a Jurassic Park contingency plan. So you're saying the clones can't <laughs> manufacture the amino acid lysine and unless they're provided with lysine by the Empire, they shrivel up into a coma and die. Exactly. Or maybe a reference you might understand. Uh, they, they, they can't survive without their catcher cell white. And, you know, maybe it's the founders. Uh -oh. <laughs> That's right, listeners. We're back to Deep Space Nine, the pod. <laughs> Petrocell White. How does the Dominion keep the Jemadar, their loyal soldiers in Titan check, get them addicted to a drug and then withhold it? That's right. Petrocell White. Try some today. Hmm. In terms of this podcast, Matt, do you know what I have to say? What do you guys say? Time to start packing. Uh, okay. <laughs> That was, that's it. That's it. That's it. We're done. That's all we're going to do for Deep Space it's Nine it. today. Well, I can go on. It's, I can go on. It's Al oh, yeah. We could, but it's yeah. Albert Brooks in drive yeah. right now. It's a shh. It's Fantastic. over. It's over. Yep. It's over. The worst is shh. It's over. It's over. <laughs> but back if to the point. Gets, if anyone, anyone gets that reference, I'll give you a dollar. Um, <laughs> what's the point? Back to the but point. Back to the please. point. Back to the point is that I hope they do, they can't kill the clones off like in one full swoop, you know. If maybe Order 67 yeah. is also part yeah, of the chip exactly. and is right. kill yourself. Kill yourself. It's good. Right. So good soldiers kill themselves. Oh, you're saying See? that? That sounds like a hot take, Matt. Oh, you know what? We should sound it because I think I'm onto something here. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't put it like that, but okay. Okay. Sound well, I mean, it. we're on to something. We're collectively, you know, we're we're getting you're to the bottom potentially of potentially Order sixty seven is kill everyone around you and then yourself. <laughs> exactly. It's one. It's like it's like the end of Reservoir Dogs or something like yeah. the clones all and, one and big. Then, and then you know, and then orders hidden Order sixty eight is. Palpatine's the only one who gets to live. Who cares about everyone else? Yeah, somebody clean this up. Order sixty-eight. <laughs> yeah, it's the mop up. Yeah, it's or, the mop up. Or, yeah. Order sixty-seven yeah. through seventy-five. It's like kill them, then kill them, then yeah. kill them. Yeah. Is Palpatine still alive? Good. Anybody left? No. 
Kill yourself. Great. <laughs> Those are the sequential orders. We're going to see them. Oh, That's wow. what the whole second season That's is going to be. It's going to be. It's going to be a dark show, man. <laughs> it's going to be dark. Show gets darker and darker. Uh, so, Al- Eleni, then we're back to Ord Mandel. Everyone is safe. Eleni offers the payment. Hera promised. Hunter tells them he's like, just keep it. <laughs> These occupations are happening everywhere. That's the big takeaway here. Doesn't matter yeah. separatist planet or not. Raxus separatist doesn't matter. They're happening everywhere, like you said before about the chain codes. And it's not just in the outer rim. It's if it's happening on Ryloth, it's widespread. Well, and they're all happy at first until they start to realize that they're getting a bad shake. You know? Yeah, it's yep. like yay, they're having a parade, and then it's yay parades, yay, and then free wait, ice cream. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then it's, okay, wait, we're sacrificing all of our freedoms for this? Yeah. It's, it's like until it's time, then they slowly realize, wait a minute, because they're being diverted by the circuses over here, right? Yeah. And they're not realizing, meanwhile, your freedoms are being stripped away. Yeah, that's how it one happens. One by one. This is how liberty dies. With thunderous, thunderous applause. applause. Yeah. And, the, and, and, and you know what, Matt Romano? Yep. Some people still clapping. Some 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 people still clapping, yeah. But I know. but but let's just say the thunderous applause is a little less thunderous. A little people less like, thunderous. Should this applause be as thunderous? Because I kind of <laughs> don't want to applaud anymore. I don't want anybody to see me applauding. I don't want them to know I, I agree. No, I don't like that. I can't go to Costco <laughs> when I want. So I don't think I'm gonna keep clapping, Matt. I think you should stop clapping. Uh, moving on. This is how liberty <laughs> continues to die with tepid golf clapping. <laughs> okay, so Cham ends the episode says, I hope to have fought my last war, but our people need us now more than ever. We must organize. Hunter, though, has his own people to look out for. If a war is coming, it will be their fight as much as ours. Tech has shown Hera how to scramble the shuttle signature so no one can find them. This is a move that we see Hera use often on the ghost in Rebels. I thought this was cool that she learns that from Tech. Hera says a goodbye to Omega, um, calling her co-pilot. Well, co-pilot, we didn't do too bad. Do you have to go? For now. But I'm sure I'll see you around. And keep an eye on your brothers. And there's a hug. Yeah, uh... And I hear, get thoughts from Caitlin on this hug. <laughs> Believe me, she she was into it. She loved this moment. She really enjoyed it. Does she? She does. Of was course she does. Was that up in your secret meeting? <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Well, I guess, I guess we'll never know. Harris says, <laughs> thanks for believing. Thanks for believing in me. I think of the end of Hook. Thank you for believing. Um, she doesn't say, like, thanks for believing me. Chopper says, blah, 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 blah. They take off Omega Waves. And then we cut back to the refinery where Rampart says, I underestimated the batch. If only someone had told me not to underestimate the batch. And Crosshair's like, I told you not to. If only someone yeah. had told me to, but nobody did. And he's just looking right across. He's like, no one told me. It was a new <laughs> thing. My name's Rampart. Crosshair then is done. Request permission to hunt them down. Granted. And I just wrote, oh, took you long enough to ask. Yeah. So again, in this episode, Champs and Dula played by Robin Atkin Downs, Eleni by Farrellith Young, Gobi by Corey Burton, and Hera by the great Vanessa Marshall. Question for you, Matt Romano, as we, mm-hmm. wi- as we wind up this main discussion. Four episodes of this first season left. Would you say 
that the season end game now that that would you say that we're in the end game mm-hmm. first off if a uh, quick response to that that we're entering the end game yes absolutely we are in the end game yep since we're in the end game as you just said do you think the end game is truly going to be crosshair versus the batch yes yeah absolutely with a hefty side dish of phasing out the clones yes i think th- i think they're one and the same i think we're going to like we're we're destined for like a showdown on camino you know, like we we have to wrap up the whole Camino storyline, the clones, uh, crosshairs, chip and relationship with the batch going forward. And I think that's where it's all going to come to a head now, because that's the thing. Those are the storylines we really got to focus on now because mm-hmm. we got to of course, we got the batch and crosshair was set up in the premiere. We've had snippets of it in, 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 in a couple episodes, but that's big. Yeah, that's the, the main thing. Are they going to get us chip out? Or are they not? How is that whole thing going to go down? We got the phasing out the clones. We got the Kamino and contingency. And we still have, we know what Omega's deal is, mm-hmm. but she's still wrapped up in this whole thing. And bounty hunters theoretically are still after her. So yeah, yeah. with four episodes left, I don't really see them taking one of those four and saying, and here's Fennec and Cad Bane back and here, or do you think they will maybe? Yeah, I don't know. I, I, there's not a lot of time left. And I, I feel like I've, I've, been wrong this before this season on where I thought things were going. But, uh, <laughs> get out of here. I know. Um, but, right. but, but also we have o- Omega and Boba Fett, like Omega still kind of has to deal with uh, questioning who she is and what, what her role is and everything. Like we haven't revisited, you know, uh, that revelation, which is uh, could possibly play a part um, down the line here. It's true. I feel like Boba Fett showing up, is because uh, I, I I'm thinking generally it's okay. We're at the point now where we have enough that this show has brought up it, on just this show that we need to deal with all that now. Yeah. So as much as I love seeing Hera and the Sandulas, no more no, guest I, spots or anything like that. Nope. But if they brought in Boba, it is so directly tied to Omega's story. Yeah. That that kind of. It might be necessary also because if they're setting up Book of Boba Fett, which we know they're doing, yeah, you got to get that in there. So I could see them taking one of these four and, and dealing with that. Yeah. And, and how cool it would be if like Boba joined, you know, some kind of mission to like free the clones on Kamino or destroy Kamino. Like he's got to be he's involved in this. Like he Boba has a very big part or at least he's got a lot of stake in this game. You know, he's got uh, skin in the game. He's got skin in the game. So the less popular way of saying he's got some stakes in the game. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a thing? Stakes so, in the game. Nevermind. Correct me if I'm wrong. He's got stakes on the grill. <laughs> he's got stakes on the grill. Cake in the mailbox. Yeah. Get, got, you beat me to it. <laughs> but he's got cake it. in that mailbox. He's got to yeah. get a good, good, good grill marks. Bud. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's got to leave it on for a little bit. Boba Fett is at a barbecue. He, he looks over there like it's looking good, Boba. And he's like. You got to get those good grill marks. I don't know. Boba Fett, is, after seeing his face in Mandalorian, I don't know if he's really into like fire and grills. You don't and, think he invites people over regularly for a Boba Q? <laughs> oh, Boba Q. Is that a thing? Okay, now it is. It is now. Come to cannon, my Boba Q. <laughs> <laughs> well, for the Sindulas. And you know what surprised me with this, though? Eleni lives. Eleni yeah, lives. Yeah, yeah. She lives to die another day. <laughs> I know. Well, and I mean that's that's your sign that Hera will return in this series. Like I don't think we've seen the end of Hera. I mean, I think we might have seen the end of them for this season. Um, yeah, yeah. But but I I think that the doors open for them to return. I don't know. It's well. I think we'll see the Sindulas again. Yeah, totally. Um, and they're all together, which is a it's an interesting way that they ended the Omega all and Hera in space yeah. together. 
Yeah, Megan Hara are big Chop friends Air. now. Chop Air. Still, is still in the mix. I, I think I think you're right. I, I think we'll, we're likely to see Hera again. I'd say we we will not see Kanan again. Although, I who, hope not. Who, who I, I don't want to necessarily see that. But I but you know what? I I'm sure they did it. I'd be like, this is amazing. You know, but I don't know. I, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I we're the easiest marks there are. We'll yeah. buy it if, you, if if that's what you sell us. We'll buy it. But the, yeah. but the thing is. We'll get to that because uh, some listeners had some thoughts on that. We'll get to that in a little bit in okay, real talk good. about yep. whether they're going to go full burn with that. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I agree. I think there's, in terms of the story of Hera, either they do it here or in a book, but there's more to explore. Yeah, totally. Here. Um, and there's also, you know, a Boba Q. So, <laughs> you, know, you know, Matt, it's all about those grill marks. It's a BB. Yeah, wait, bring your own beer. Bring your own Boba. A BB. With that, we're going to go to break, but we're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. Don't turn us off. Hello. I don't know about you, but when I'm floating around listening to podcasts, sometimes I find myself wanting merchandise with the name of that podcast on it. What merchandise? T-shirts, mugs, stickers, fanny packs, and more. Return of the Pod now sells merchandise. So go to returnofthepod.store for all of your merchandising needs. I know what I'm going to buy, and I'm, I'm, I'm malign. I'm not going to buy anything. I don't like the show. I'm not going to buy... I don't care. It does Just say, stick to the... Say the words. Why don't you say the just words? Just say the script. Stick to the script. Why don't you stick to the script, all right? You do you. I do me, all right? No, just... Please just say the line at the end. No, just I don't Just say it. I, I love Return of the Pod, and I love Return of the Pod.store. If you can't take my word for it, then you can't take words at all. That doesn't even make any sense. Yeah, well, neither do you. And now it's time for some galactic points of interest. Good news has come to the citizens of Lothal. In comics. Matt, can I interest you in some news about comics? I love comics. Big comic guy. Your your favorite thing. News about Star Wars comics. Well, here we go. I got a whole bucket full of comic news for you. Oh, boy. There's a lot going on this week from Marvel. On July 21st, there is Darth Vader number 14. Also, War of the Bounty Hunters, Jabba the Hutt. So it's a special of War of the Bounty Hunters, all about, guess who, Jabba the Hutt. Okay. As opposed to, it would be weird if it was then about, you know, Will yeah. Rowe Hood. Yeah. But, <laughs> well, I think it's it's in the title, so. I mean. Yeah, the, the title title says it all. And then there are there are small ties to High Republic that can be found in, in there also, which is very cool. Hmm. Also on that day, I from IDW, there will be High Republic Adventures number six. And from what I can tell, Going by the synopsis of that issue, it takes place before the High Republic book, The Rising Storm. So in mm. case readers are that, that are in the, into the High Republic or whatever thing are wondering where that issue comes in, going by the synopsis, I believe it takes place. If you've already read or are reading The Rising Storm, you'll understand this. It takes place before the Republic Fair. So that okay. should straighten you out. If you don't know what I'm talking about. Then odds are you don't care. I'm, I'm going to nod Speaking my head. Speaking of, yeah. yeah, you don't care, do you, Matt? No, I care. You, you care know? about the Republic Fair? I, I actually, I care about all fairs. I love a good fair. You know, 
Well, you would love the Republic Fair. I bet it's awesome. Yeah. It is until it isn't. (laughs) Um, Speaking of that book, let's go to book news, which naturally means more from, that's right, Star Wars The High Republic. Pioneering and adventure marked the era of the High Republic. Yep. Still beating this drum. (laughs) Justina Ireland is the writer of the special War of the Bounty Hunters issue that's coming this week. And she's also the author of the book Out of the Shadows, which is the next High Republic book that comes out on July 27th. If you're still reeling from the events of The Rising Storm by Kevin Scott, who knows full well what he did. He knows full well. I'm going to sue him for traumatizing (laughs) me. Oh, wow. This book, Out of the Shadows, takes place months after those events. So I was already talking about the Republic Fair, takes place months after the Republic Fair. So it's it's moving things forward. I can't say anything else about it other than I'm halfway through it. If you're in on the High Republic, you're going to want it and you're going to want it immediately. That's all. That's all. I, I don't think I can say anything more than that. Also, don't skip Race to Crash Point Tower. Either by Daniel Jose Older. That takes place concurrently with Rising Storm, also during the Republic Fair. There are important story points within that. So don't skip that one. Be sure to definitely, if you're all in on all of it, read both of those things before Out of the Shadows by Justina Ireland. And Mm. can't say that. Can't say that and can't say that. That's it for book news. How would you like some streaming news, Matt Vermont? Oh, I love me some streaming news. Well, this goes back to The Mandalorian. Oh, Mandalorian. And guess what? You know what? We got something wrong big time earlier in the episode. Yep. We got something right with this one. Remember we how we said with Star Wars, The Mandalorian, the Disney gallery, the yep. big one that came out on Christmas, oh, that yeah. there was nary a mention of Luke Skywalker or Mark yep. Hamill. And we said, well, we'd bet that they're going to save that for its own installment. Yep. We said that. Well, guess the f- what? <laughs> that is exactly what they're doing on August 25th, a special installment of the Disney Gallery Star Wars The Mandalorian, and it will focus solely on Luke Skywalker's return. Wow. Well, I mean, it was only a matter of time. I And again, it's like it, when these things come out, it's like, duh, of course, this was going to drop. But right after Bad Batch, it's going to keep the the Star Wars flame a going because you're going to get this and you're going to get visions a few weeks later. And then you're going to go right yeah. in the book of Boba Fett. So perfect timing. I, and I'm just I'm so I, I'm really interested in, well, how they did it, the effects of why I want to hear directly from Mark Hamill, who hasn't talked about it much. Yeah. About, about flat out lying and <laughs> yeah. about the the yeah. the. the, the the disinformation campaign and I love, and I'm not even mad. I loved that they did this because I was having this conversation with a friend um, a couple days ago and he's one of the biggest star Wars fans that you'll ever meet, ever mm-hmm. meet obsessive in, in, in the most positive ways. And he's like us, he's very, very positive, mm-hmm. but he agrees that the only thing about Mandalorian season two that I would have liked, and this is in my perfect little dream world is if things like, can you imagine as cool as it was to see, Katie Sackhoff as Bo-Katan pop up in that episode. Mm -hmm. We kind of thought that was going to happen because we, the trades had blown it, had said Katie Sackhoff's returning or whatever. If we didn't know any of that, if she, we're watching it 
and we didn't we don't know what's going to happen in this show and all of a sudden there's Katie Sackhoff as Bo-Katan can you imagine and we flipped as it was I think I fired everything yeah you imagine what we would have done if we'd not even heard about it at all yeah it would have been a big mind-blowing moment and that is the magic (laughs) of the Mark Hamill Luke Skywalker moment and that's why I'm so glad pull every bit of lying disinformation everything you can to keep that a secret because i'm so glad we didn't know about that well we speculated it could be him like that well, but that was but, a far-reaching speculation yeah we didn't it's think like, it would yeah, happen it's, it's in a farthest yeah. galaxy it might be luke yeah. don't see how it would be Mark well, we were Hamill, even saying probably, it was going to be played by sebastian stan probably bucky barnes <laughs> yeah probably bucky barnes. Said, my 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 sebastian stan <laughs> um we we thought we'd never in our dreams did we think it would be Irishman Mark Hamill. Yeah. Yet that is exactly what we got. And I'm so glad that we that just oh my God, they they're they're doing it, Peter. They're doing it. Yeah. It was just such a joyous moment. It's hard to keep a secret these days. I I, I appreciated this one being as kept as far into wraps as it was. And hopefully they learned a lesson in how to keep these things more of a secret. I mean, it's it's tough. It's crazy how these things work. It is crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. That's it's good. crazy with, yeah. a, with a quadruple K crazy, Matt Romano. <laughs> there you go. And I'm glad you said something. You're welcome. And with that, you know what else is crazy? What's crazy? Merchandising. 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 Where the real money from the franchise is made. Matt Romano, there's some new merchandising news. Take me through it. Yeah, you know, uh, you know, we we only pull the merchandising as its own segment when there's a lot of merchandising news, and it feels like yeah. this week there was uh, we were hit all over the place with a bunch of cool stuff. I hear those credits go jingling, jing, jing, <laughs> jingling too. Yeah, I hate exactly. That song. Why am I singing? Yeah. I hate's a strong word, but I don't care for that song anyway. Okay, yeah. Anyway, um, big merchandising news this week. A lot of cool stuff that came out. The first, tell I'm me gonna, about it. Walk I'm, me through. I'm going to lead with the first one. I'm probably most excited for Lego is back with another one of their ultimate collectors series uh sets this is the third one uh for star wars and they officially announced this week that they are releasing the lego star wars republic gunship uh Ooh, so was, this is like the the falcon or the moss eisley exactly it's, exactly it's the, like big the big sets. the big designer yeah. black box that looks like it came from Saks. that's right and and moss eisley actually isn't an ultimate collector's series or maybe it oh. is uh, it might be. I have to double check that. But uh, but there's the A-Wing, there's the Millennium Falcon, and now, I believe, uh, uh, the gunship. I, I, so this is the first in the prequel era, really. Uh, yeah, for the Ultimate Collector series, absolutely. And it was the one that was voted uh, most by the fans. Over 30,000 people voted for this. Uh, and, uh, for, and Really? Yeah, people love the the prequels. And and honestly, when you think about it, the, gun, the Republic gunship was uh, a hugely important vessel uh, in the prequel era, uh, if you think about, the, you know, in the prequel movies, but also in yeah. the Clone Wars, absolutely. In the Clone Wars it's series, t- absolutely. Carrying yeah. over, it's it's pivotal. It's in like every other episode. It's like every episode, yeah, absolutely. Every and, other and it's episode, I, yeah, and it's iconic for the 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 doors and the, and the bubble, uh, you know, gun guns on yeah. the side, you know. Um, but I don't know. The set looks awesome, and the the thing I love about these sets is that they're to scale, you know, to some point, you know, um, yeah, you know, uh. And you know what? Now that I say that, I'm already uh, remembering there's also the Star Destroyer, which is not to scale, but uh, it's it's still rather large, as large as it can be. Put sticks and minifigs right. inside it. Exactly. Now, um, let me tell does this one have the bubble guns on the side? Because not does. all the gunships do. It does. Oh, yeah. Can so you that's fit the a best part of it. it? Yes, you can. 
Yeah. Oh, tell me. Do you, do you know the minifig situation? What are we talking? Yeah, the minifig situation uh, is actually pretty awesome. We have a uh, uh, Jedi Master Mace Windu, uh, nice. a Clone Trooper Commander, um, and uh, that might be it. <laughs> Just two. I, I you know what? I, that's all I wrote down. Um, and, well, and of course, probably Bulio. Yeah, and of course, Bulio win, win the, the war. war. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's in he's it just as well. going to come with whatever you said. No, well, no. Bulio was supposed to be a very important Star Wars character. Just very, very, they would very not have made a well, minifig of him. Well beloved character. <laughs> every every kid wants to reenact that scene. Hey, with I Bulio. like him. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, I like him. I reenact it every night. So anyway, so that's the Lego news. Not very good Lego news. We're not even going to call it news because I, I made a lot of mistakes there. I don't know how many Ultimate Collectors editions there are. There's a few. Um, but very excited for this one. This one looks awesome. And I'm definitely going to get it. 3,292 pieces. Uh, why not? How do you measure, <laughs> measure a year? Talk about um, Lego. Yeah. How many pieces again? Can you try uh, and sing it? 3,292 pieces and minifigs. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, know you, I know you liked it. I right. love it. No, right. that's that's really good. But I, I say it's also, um, you're going to buy it. You're gonna I'm going to buy, buy it. I am going to buy it. I mean, why not? Well, uh, you hear that, Lego? You got at least one sale. <laughs> hey, and Lego, if you want to send me one, you know, uh, that would be cool. Oh. We'll, we'll, I'll build it oh. and we'll, I'll Have talk we about it. to that point for where we, yeah, you know, we're at it's that about point. time. Somebody sent us some, some like real merchandise, you know, for review. I'm going to put some it out there. Real merchandise for review. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Send you, feel stuff. In, you feel entitled to merchandise. I'm spending a lot of money. I would like so something not thrown about my for the way. love of the game. <laughs> you, you feel like they should be, you should be allowed to wet your beak a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Lego. Send what me you, something. What are you, Fanucci in yeah. the Godfather Part Two? You know what yes. happens to him? Oh, I, I know what happens to him. Not me. Anyway, what other merchandising yeah. we got? So anyway, other stuff. Listen to this. This is awesome. So we've got some new um, Black Series action figures coming our way. Ooh. Ooh. Um, and mm, and, mm, and mm. going to have to buy both of these. First, we have Trapper Wolf, who you'll remember was Dave Filoni's uh, X-Wing pilot uh, that he portrayed in The Mandalorian. This is awesome. Uh, just to just to have a Dave Filoni action figure like that. That's what it. They should just say that on the box. Dave Filoni, yeah. the action or figure. just give us Dave Filoni with his cowboy hat in that's Black Series. That's what everyone's <laughs> saying is that it. But it doesn't come with a cowboy hat. You know how uh, many people are going to be making cowboy oh, hats yeah. or it's like this, this is Black yeah. Series Cad Bane hat kind of. Can we cut it to fit on? To, they're, totally. they're just ingenious fans are going to have no problem making little cowboy hats. Oh, I hope they do. They make more than cow- cowboy hats. I hope they just, uh, I don't know, <laughs> make them all kinds of outfits. Uh, well, I'm, I'm into it. All kinds of outfits. <laughs> Interesting. Nobody saw me play with my dolls. <laughs> <laughs> you see anything? No, sir. No, I didn't sir. see you playing with your dolls again. Good. <laughs> so anyway, but, but that's not all from, uh, from the black series stuff. Wait, that's not all. That's not all. This is probably this wow. is also very cool. So this is an exclusive uh, for Hasbro Pulse, um, which is like their online store or something. Uh, they're releasing Got your uh, finger on the Hasbro Pulse. <laughs> always, always, especially Hasbro. Um, but this is an update of the classic 90s Power of the Force set, uh, which is the the Star Wars Cantina, the, t- uh, the Cantina on Tatooine. Yeah. So the set features Obi-Wan Kenobi, Dr. Evazan. 
or Evazan, Doctor Evazan, or Doctor Evazan. I think it's a let's call the whole thing off thing. Okay. I think it's yeah. never yeah. been. Uh, I, if I'm unless I'm mistaken, which these days I almost always am, <laughs> I don't think it's ever been said. So if you yeah. you can say it whichever you want. Which one do you want to use? Bar patron, uh, can- cantina bar patron. Then <laughs> cantina. Okay, you go in the Lego route. Cantina bar Lego uh, route. unnamed cantina bar patron who recurs. <laughs> <laughs> Rhett Connolly in Rogue One. Okay, go for okay, it. Okay, there you go. I know. Um, and and uh, Ponda Baba uh, yeah. also. We, we all know he that guy. He doesn't like the, you. Yeah, he's got the the, the butt face. I, I, these these aliens. Well, I, don't know it, I mean, Evazon, Dr. Evazon plays in a huge part in Dr. Alpha Comics also, I should mention. Yes, yes. That's, yeah, they are, they, are, they are good characters. But anyway, that's besides the point. I don't like you either. <laughs> so you get the cantina. Uh, bar, right? Like a small little bar. And then these three action figures that you can put on in front of it. But what makes me so excited for is I almost just want the bar. So now I can just start putting all my Black Series action figures around the bar. Like I finally have a, a place they could all hang out. You know, Dave Filoni could be at that bar. <laughs> yeah, Dave Filoni's going to be there. Jackson Rabbit's going to be there. Mando's going to be there. My uh, my f- first order snow trooper is going to be there. I can't wait. Why do you have a first order snow trooper? <laughs> I, don't, I got it as a gift. It's right here. See? This is okay. Yeah, it's like, what are we going to get mad? Oh, who cares? Some Star Wars exactly. crap. I don't know. It's the last one on the show. First Order Snowtrooper. Is that a big character? Who cares? Just get him whatever. It's the last it one on the All show. Right. Yeah. Here you go, Cousin Matt. It's your First Order Snowtrooper. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. Yeah. And I like it. it. Who cares? Who cares? Yeah. Uh, anyway. Apparently, so your anyway. family is really mean. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, but yeah, so that was three big pieces of merchandising news that I'm excited for. I'm probably have to get all three of those things. Um, so we got the Lego Star Wars gun, gunship, the Trapper Wolf action figure, the Cantina Showdown playset, and that's uh, all for the merchandising this week. I, I'm going to be tempted by the Dave Filoni action figure. I'll say yeah, that. You, you know, a, a funny thing happened with listener Margaret this past week. Yeah. You know, the Cosca Reeves, the character from The Mandalorian. Yes. Um, got got uh, a Black Series figure. And Margaret found this figure, or at least the box of it, and I believe it was a Target. Yeah. And it wasn't, it was the box said Cosca Reeves, but the in the box was not Cosca Reeves. It was Bosk. Yes. In the wrong Bosk, in the wrong box. So she was like, <laughs> is this Bosca Reeves? And I said, which I'm like, well, that's really funny. Also, like, save that. Because that could be worth something. It's, you know, figures in the wrong boxes well, or something. I, I, I was doing a little pinching and zooming, and I, I don't know. It looked a little, like, uh, shady. Like, somebody might have opened the box and switched them or something. Somebody's like, yeah. oh, this will be uh, a merry prank. Jam <laughs> Bosk into a Costco Reeves box? Where's that going to get you? And we'll end up on a Star Wars podcast. Like, somebody, what's the laugh? But they don't know that, I mean, they've caused a little bit of havoc. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. That's like that sounds like a, a Winston prank from New Girl. Some people just want to watch the world burn. And they're gonna do it through Bosco <laughs> through Bosco Reeves, I guess. But the, the the real kicker here is Margaret says they didn't let her buy it. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, how would they know? It's like it's like, wait a minute, this isn't Costco Reeves. This is Bosk. You're not allowed to buy this. I know the difference. <laughs> it's like, what? How would they even know? I thought that was so weird. And I that bet somebody at Walmart is a fan and was like, I can't let this happen to Walmart. They're protecting the interests ah, of their company. No, this is against the Walmart <laughs> brand to misrepresent Costco Reeves and Bosk at the same time. No, I'm sorry, Margaret, you can't buy it. And that's gonna segue us to real talk. I'm looking forward to having some real talk with some real folks. (laughs) 
Oh, man. Hey, we've okay. already had a little bit of real talk. Yeah, but let's keep it going. We're going to have a little more. And apology to listener Kyle Casto, who has no R in his last name, like I mispronounced it last week. I'm very sorry, sorry Kyle, yeah. especially because he greenlit our pilot. He which, did. He was the first one to pick good, it up. Good news, Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> you got it. Here you go. <laughs> Be careful what pilots you pick up and which ones you don't. Um, so to Kyle Casto, another thank you, and I'm very sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just my long streak of being wrong. Much like I- I'm the boss inside a Costco Reeves box. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Sure. On Apple Podcasts, a hello and welcome back to Nathan Carey, as well as a hello and thank you to Carrier7639, who points out that the name Slave One, heaven help us. Yep. We're back on this. Yep. The name Slave One is referenced by name by Aura Singh in the season two Clone Wars episode, R2 Come Home. Yeah. So there, there you we go. go. Yeah. Bosk, fire up Slave One. That's canon. Was said in canon. That's the name of the ship. Yeah, and I appreciate so, that he called that out because we that, that went a while with us not knowing. I, I completely, well, I, compl- yeah. I completely spaced on it because yeah. I just don't. And I've, the thing is, I've watched that episode more than once. I just, it's a really good one. I just spaced on it, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, so that, that's, it's established. It's been said that's going to be, you know, if they even retcon it, which they have not said they're going to do. They're not going to. So yeah. I don't think they're going to either. No. I really don't. Now, on Twitter, Defa605 wants a hot take alarm sounded for this take of theirs. And the take is Mr. Doom is in caps for sure. Meeting Mrs. Sindula. Not sure who she's married to. Mm. Next Friday. Sound that hot take alarm in caps, please. I want it, period. Now in caps right now. Period. Um, so, well, you asked Defa605, so sound that hot take alarm. And that is a hot take. I don't see it happening. However, we kind of got into this a little bit. Yeah, we were talking yeah. about this earlier in the show. I mean, like, it's one of those things where I don't necessarily want to see it happen personally. But if they did it, I'm sure it'd be awesome. You know, because I, I, I very am. I'll eat it all. You know, I, I love it. Like, I'm sure they'll find a cool way to do it. But I just don't see it happening in, at this point in the story. Maybe in a well, future season. I don't know. There's also canonically that they've already their their first meeting is already very well documented. There you go. So there and you here's go. the thing. So who knows what the show is going to do, but personally I wouldn't expect it to happen. For one, like you said Matt, they're very close to the guest star line as it is, and for another, Kanan and Hera's first canonical meeting takes place in the very first book that was part of the new canon called Star Wars A New Dawn. It's a Rebels prequel. Um, takes place right before Rebels begins, and it has Kanan and Hera meeting for the very first time, the first time Kanan meets Chopper, the first time Kanan is on the ghost. Having the meet before that would be a major, major retcon of an entire canonical book. We could play fast and loose with book details or comic details here or there, but this would be an entire book. The entire book is their meeting and getting to know each other. Yeah. It's also a great read. It's their first meeting. It's many years after this point. They have their own journeys before they meet each there other. There you go. Yep. And so for, you know, Kanan and Hera babies to meet now <laughs> and discredit. It's also very well done. So to discredit that, I, I'm I'm not into it. Yeah. I'd rather they didn't do it. Um, and it's every, but that yeah. book is everything you want more. So if you do want to read about Kanan and Hera meeting for the first time, then read a new dawn. But that aside, Matt, I think you're right in that 
that doesn't mean we won't see more of the Sindulas. No, no, I, or, or Kanan. Maybe, maybe we can see him somewhere. Maybe they, you know, but like, I, but for the two of them being together, I don't think so. Yeah, always in motion. It would be funny if they started doing a, a Anakin and Grievous thing where Hera <laughs> yeah, he leaves did. the room and Kanan walks in. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like never. Yeah. Oh, it's oh, it's you just missed this person you probably would have liked. I guess we'll have to wait for a new dawn to come before you actually meet them. <laughs> that sucked. Speaking okay. of recurring guest stars on our Instagram under the question. Who will Omega meet next? Uh, listener The Hungry Bear commented, Chewbacca. Yeah. Which I could see them potentially doing this, though soon we're going to be running up against solo continuity. Mm-hmm. But I, you know who, who I do think Wookiees, though, in general, could appear on this show. Be yeah. Not necessarily Chewbacca, but Wookiees and the whole issue of Wookiee slave labor could definitely come into play if we're talking about, well, what's cheap? What do we need done? We can't afford clones anymore. What's cheap? I'd say Wookiees are are likely, especially because they're getting better at hair and fur. So (laughs) it's not going to be the nightmare Wookiees from the (laughs) Rebels premiere. No, no, no. But anyway, and for the final Real Talk, I'm going to pass to you, Matt Romano. Yeah, thank you, Brian. Just real quick, I want to give a shout out uh, to a Reddit user, uh, uh, user Scotty Pudo. Uh, Scotty Pudo. Um, I, you know, as we talk about all the time this season, we've slowly been lighting up little... uh, you know, return of the pod, social beacons uh, across Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And uh, this week, I just kind of popped on Reddit to see uh, what was going on. If and if there was anyone there actually talking about us or looking for a good Star Wars podcast. And I stumbled upon uh, a subreddit created by Scotty for return of the pod, which was great. Um, so I personally not a big Reddit user. Are you a big Reddit user, Brian? No, not really. No. Yeah, like I, I mean, I use it, but I'm not like a user. Like I'm interacting, posting. I'm always just no, a fly I, in the I, wall. I will, you know, every now and then, you know, where I find it useful is for technical glitches. Yeah, I'm like, oh, yeah, this particular for that. piece of electronics is not doing. Yep. what it should do. How do I fix it? And I find people that have had the same issue. Yeah, and I try it, and it, and it works. I find it very useful for that, but I, I never post or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, no, same. So, uh, so I'm I'm gonna learn to use it more, and I'm just gonna give a shout out to anybody out on Reddit who wants to join our little subreddit. It's uh, uh, it's Return of the Pod. So give us a search, join, and uh, you know, feel free to hop in and uh, let's talk and uh, yeah, you know, get, get share in. share your aim names <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, all the things you love appear. and hate about the show. Yeah. Yeah. That in terms of the return of the pod subreddit, it would appear that Scotty does know. Scotty knows. And I think that's the ship we've been waiting for. Is is that? It absolutely is, Matt. It's the Red Blades touring ship. Oh, man. Wait a minute. Are, Are those monster trucks? Awesome. Uh, I've received communications from someone who is touring with the Red Blades. Who is that? Let me guess. Is her name Ray Snoodles? Yeah, uh, they said they were famous. I guess they were right. But yeah, this Ray Snoodles told me to tell you that the fifth piece of the key is waiting for you, and that if you want, all of you can stay and watch the free concert that they're putting on. It's, uh, they're gonna leave with their new hit single model Ryloth. So it's supposed to be good. You're all allowed to stay, and I think. Oh, yeah, right, right, thank right, you, yeah. Matt. I think we should stay. No, no, no. I mean, that sounds awesome, and I've been trying to see the Red Blades forever, but how are you so calm? We still need one more piece. For all we know, that basic clone bitch has it by now. No, it doesn't matter. See, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> the legend says that there are five pieces of the key, and. That is correct. Okay, all right. 
Yeah, are you following me I'm so far? I'm trying to follow, okay. But what the legend doesn't say, and what Scotty doesn't know, is that you don't need all five pieces. Two of them are backups. To successfully open the vault, you only need three pieces. So now, all that's left is for us to find the vault. Okay, and where's that? No idea. Oh. That's going to kick it for this episode, this but join so us dumb. next week where we'll continue coverage of the okay. Bad Batch. They call themselves the Bad Batch. And do a whole bunch uh. of other stuff, too. In the meantime, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, AIM, a subreddit, and in the sky at Return of the Pod. You can also find us directly. Matt Romano, you can be found where? Uh, you can find me at, at Matt Romano on Twitter, M-A-T-T-R-O-M-A-N-O. Go get a seat. Ray Snoodles is, is t- tuning up right now. It's been a while. Wait, is Ray Snoodles opening for the Red Blades? I, I, no, or... Ray Snoodles and the Red Blades are kind of simpatico now. They're just, it's when two great tastes decide to combine. Uh, this sounds like the Red Blades are jumping the shark here. I don't know. It's, this a, is gonna be su- it's their, a super their, band their is what it is. concept album. Yeah. What's better than the, ra- <laughs> than the Red Blades? Red Blades and Ray Snoodles. It's like oil and vinegar. I can't you wait. Need to, you take that. You better get on board with <laughs> right, Ray right, Snoodles right. because you have... No, I just, they're two different musical styles. But anyway, we'll talk about it next time after the concert. Let's see what this is all well, about. Well, I think we'll all look forward to that. <laughs> and I can be found on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and AIM, and in the sky, whatever. At Brian Silliman. That's at B-R-I-A-N-S as in Sky Guy. I-L-L-I-M-A-N. Stretch out with your feelings and share your thoughts. We love hearing from you. Subscribe, leave a comment, and give five stars if you're feeling generous. Snoke them if you got them. Take a chivy and remember... Hope it's like the sun. If you only believe in it when you can see it, you'll never make it through the night. This is the way we have spoken for light and life. Many boats. The force will be with you always. Be the spark. Kick it, Ray Snoodles. Ha 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 ha.